0: Been a bit icy, so we're a day late, but we still got all the great news that you expect on today's episode of the Arkansas Agcast.
1: You're listening to the Arkansas Agcast, where we discuss the latest news, trends, and issues impacting Arkansas farmers and ranchers. Our show is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau Federation.
0: It is Friday. Yeah, That's a little different. We're a little late, but it's okay. (laughs) We're here. I think we've got a Friday vibe in
2: here, too. Yeah, if that means cold. (laughs) (laughs) The
1: video totally looks Friday-ish. Yeah, (laughs) uh, I thought so. Uh, I
0: I can't tell you how many people have stopped me and been like, Oh, do you need some gloves for the podcast? Like, making (laughs) fun of me, because I'm like, we talk about how cold it is in here. It's a little cold. Yeah.
2: It's cold, but I kind of missed it, too, from being at the conference last week.
0: Uh, someone, the older I get, I don't do it. deal with chaos very well me neither ask me how the first grade zoom uh ice days went Mm. (laughs) in my house but the chaos kind of gets to me a little more than it used to yeah i'm glad to be back in the comforts of our uh of our studio i agree (laughs) i agree (laughs) uh but that was fun being at the arkansas grown conference um having west ward on with us i think um i think he enjoyed it i I think he did too he he, uh i think he had a good time yeah i really do he 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 brought up
2: another aspect of the show we had not had yeah since i've been here yeah for sure
0: from from your perspective as a specialty crops guy you were also there for the duration of the show Mm -hmm. i mean what did you think i thought it went really great uh talked to a lot of the attendees they said it was great
2: they uh with it being sold out we didn't expect that i don't think even the ag department expected to be so sold out yeah uh if that's a thing so sold out but uh the workshops were apparently well attended uh uh-huh. uh other associations that were there that had their annual meetings really enjoyed the space that they had and the mm. you know it allowed other people to come in say like the agri uh agritourism association of arkansas they have a hard time kind of getting members because it's hard to get off the farm sure you know, you know owner operator uh so when they came down they were able to come down and killed two birds with one stone has come to this conference learn a few things but also come to their annual meeting. Yeah. And they had a really good turnout. And I was I was really pleased with that. The trade shows were trade show booths were great. It was it was packed.
0: Uh, I enjoyed the 3 days that I was there. Yeah. I, speaking of agri tourism, I would love for us to spend some time, maybe one episode, maybe we do it as a bonus episode or something mm-hmm. like that. Just talking a little bit about that yeah. and learning yeah. sort of I think everybody understands. For me, when I hear agritourism, my head goes to u picks oh, yeah. and things like that. Mm-hmm. But like, Blueberries. I saw a harvest host uh, yep. as a sponsor of the event mm-hmm. and things like So, camping opportunities. You know, I would just love to learn a little bit more about that. I bet our, our listeners would too. Yeah.
2: You know, just to plug St. Saint, uh, Saint Joseph's in Northwood Rock, they've got uh, kind of what you're hinting at because uh-huh. they have RVs come in and they have mm-hmm. spots for them or vans or whatever it may be. But, that gives them opportunity to have people out on the
0: farm or the yeah uh, the property. Yeah, that Saint Joseph Center is really special. It we is. went out there for a Christmas market. Um, it's not far from our house, mm-hmm. and I uh, just really enjoyed our time yeah. out there. And it's a it's a really cool setup with a good story too. Yeah, so. and
2: Miss Sandy that runs it. She's uh, the Agritourism Association president. She's real real great.
0: Yeah. All right, Mr. Pistole, welcome back thank you it's been a few weeks it has been I um, an applause button i would push it right yeah. now oh, man. <laughs> uh, well yeah. we know jenny was on the show she would have already done it um yeah. we speaking of chaos we welcome your solid predictable presence back mm-hmm. on the podcast <laughs> as a producer <laughs> the consistency <laughs>
2: <laughs> jenny was a lot of fun yeah, yeah she she, does she always a lot is of fun. she
1: is she was gracious to step in i'm yeah. Texted her the morning that uh, everything occurred and yeah, yeah. said, "Oh, going to need you to step in if yeah. you can." And yep. she goes, "Sure, yeah. sure." I'll she do did that. a good job. So,
0: Seriously, we love, we love, we do love having her. We told her that last last week. Yep. You know, she was with us for a couple of weeks, and she's like, "No, you're just sucking up." But we do. It's it's <laughs> a lot of fun. Um, the trivia stuff is still. We we're on our way down here. The hard uh, hitting poultry stopped facts us, <laughs> stopped us in the hall, <laughs> and like. What are you guys, headed to talk more, about more 55-mile-an-hour turkeys? I'm like, <laughs> Dear Lord, I hope not. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, I don't know that I'll have any of that. Yeah. But, uh, some of my stuff may be a little cheesy today. Who knows? All right, so,
0: yeah, well, cool. nothing I, wrong with it. I dig it. Uh, ice days, did you do anything, you know? Exciting? Sat there
1: and looked out and, and was waiting for the ice, you know? Oh, we, you, yeah? We never yeah. really got any of the ice. It was just patches.
0: Yeah, here yeah. and there. So our streets. One night for sure, it sounded like we lived on a gravel road. I mean, it was, I guess it was Tuesday night. Um yeah. it was. Our deck is still a. I mean, I bet you we've got a half inch. Really yeah. On it, but um, yeah, the like porches they, and stuff got it, but yeah. the
1: the you know streets.
0: Yeah, it seemed fun. like out you know west of
2: Little Rock, Benton Bryant got a little bit more, but also my in-laws live in Helena, and they <sighs> they they're
0: still dealing with it. They oh yeah, a lot yeah of my, down my, trees. Yeah. You My parents me. are over there on that side of the state and they're, they're yeah. in tough shape too. Mm. I mean,
1: yeah. Well, being close to the river, it just went right around us, you know, yeah. yep. both sides. And yeah. just kind of missed us.
0: Yeah. So. Well, glad we're all back here together. Yes. Um, yes. And figure we ought to probably get on with it. Uh, so that we can uh, share some share some good information and have some fun too. A couple couple reminders: the Arkansas wife uh, and our young farmers and ranchers uh, conference uh, registration deadline is today. So if you're watching or listening here on Friday, February the third, know that today is your last day to register for that event. Uh, the event actual event will be held uh, on February 16th and 17th in Little Rock. Um, there, just so you know, there's a reception on Friday evening, the 16th, uh, with a packed agenda for Saturday, uh, lots of stuff, comments from, from leadership here at Farm Bureau, mm-hmm. um, professional development type workshops, things like that. Uh, if you do want to register again, today is the deadline and you can register at ARFB.com. Uh, just hit that search button and and look for a wife in our conference. Um, Yeah to get make sure you get signed up yeah my
2: wife and our conference good event uh, yeah. I, I wouldn't miss it i think i'm going to be in dc when i say that i would think i am going to be in
0: dc for iac Though, so we, yeah we'll be there together um and to that point i think on the f- february the 15th we will be taking the podcast off just because both of us yeah. will be on the road
1: yeah hey is a packed month yeah it's
0: always a busy month yeah yeah what
2: else That's we got good. uh is reminders uh winter commodity meetings if you don't already know were postponed to February 22nd. Oh, yeah. They were the weather. Yeah. Uh, still, we'll be at the Wyndham Riverfront in North Oto Rock. Uh, registration starts about 8, 830 uh, with our first round of meetings at 9 o'clock. Uh, I think my special crop meeting starts at 9. I don't know. I can't – don't have the schedule in front of me exactly of when those meetings fall. But uh, we still have, we're still for the same schedule, just yeah.
0: different day. And you register when you show up. So yes. So, if you haven't yeah. registered or if you haven't registered by that day – no, no problem. Yeah. Um I will tell you conveniently, the entire schedule is on our website ARFP.com. Uh, just look for winter search for winter commodity meetings or look under the events tab. You'll see the schedule there. A portion of the commodities are going to meet in the morning, a portion in the right. afternoon. Yep. Uh, and I think they're probably divided strategically. Yeah, so yeah, regardless. they are. We
2: try to make sure, you know, if you're a rice producer, you probably produce soybeans, so try not to overlap those those meetings or if you have poultry you probably have cattle too so try not to overlap those but i will say like i did just last week uh this meeting usually is at the embassy but oh, it is not reminder. it is yep. at
0: the Wyndham. so if you drive to the embassy and we're not there there's a reason yeah yep so february 22nd Wyndham riverfront north little rock uh be there uh and then probably the last week well definitely the last time we'll remind you this The ag census deadline is February the 6th. Seeing a lot of chatter about this on Twitter and just trying to get folks to uh, give input on that survey. Uh, Please take the time. You can go to NASA's website or nas.usda.gov forward slash ag census. You can also probably just Google ag census uh, and get there. But please uh, make your voice heard. Uh, As you mentioned uh, last week, a lot of the data – Points that we use utilize here at Farm Bureau, whether it be from an economist perspective, yeah, they are on the board or, there at the trade show, yeah, or a PR perspective, whatever that may be, come from that mm-hmm. Ag Census. So yeah. we're really hopeful that you'll participate. Yeah, in that. our Ag Insider articles and
2: any information you see, probably the U of A put out. You know, a lot of that is pulled from USDA NASA's numbers, the Ag Census. So, uh, and that those numbers are only there if you you fill out your survey.
0: Yeah, so please go and do that. All right, well, we're going to kick off the show today with our legislative update segment that uh, we're all familiar with uh, here four weeks into the general session, bringing you the latest news impacting agriculture at the state capitol. Things did not slow down much uh, with the winter weather Mm -hmm. this week at the session, uh, rolling into the fourth week, as I mentioned. So far, there have been 471 bills filed uh, by the legislature um, as of early this week. Uh, Our government relations team is reviewing approximately 49, 50 bills. Two are related to our legislative priority issues. And actually, since this has been updated, there are now four bills related to our priority issues. So a little behind there. Um, But uh, just to kick that off, House Bill 1182 was discussed in committee, um, including comments from industry stakeholders for the second time this week. The result was making it out. Of, that bill made it out of committee, and it's headed to the House for a vote on Monday. Of course, we'll be tracking that very closely. Yep. You may have received a text to action alert from our team asking you to contact your elected official to encourage support of the bill. There's still time to do that before the House convenes on Monday. Uh, as mentioned in previous episodes of the show, we're tracking HB 1003, which relates to tax credits for beginning farmers. Yep. I'm also proud to report that HB 1336 was filed this week, which addresses our policy priority of creating an ag education pilot program for elementary and secondary Mm -hmm. education. The last bill we'll mention today is SB 191 to amend the method of how uh, board members are selected to the state plant board. Uh, If you'd like to keep up with our biweekly legislative update emails, they come out on Monday and Friday mornings. Just text ARFB to 52886. That's ARFB. Text that to 52886. Or reach out to any member of our government relations team. Oh, man. Yeah, Uh, I got my text the other day. I did, too. Um, So, anyhow, that's it. Uh, That's our legislative update for the week. John, you want to move on to some news?
2: Yeah. All right. Here we go. Um, Let's start off with some uh, cattle news. What do you think? Yeah, let's do it. USDA's 2023 cattle inventory report was just released on Tuesday, January the 31st, just this last Tuesday, mm-hmm. giving us a comprehensive look at the state of the current U.S. cattle herd. As reported by USDA, the nationwide cattle and calves inventory as of January 1 was down a total of 3% from this time last year. Oh, goodness. Uh, you'll probably kind of see where I'm going with this here in uh-huh. a second. And I'm probably going to throw a lot of numbers at you, so <laughs> just kind of pay attention okay? if you can. In 2022, the U.S. inventory was reported at a little over 92 million head, whereas we began 2023 at 89.2 million head. Okay. This is the lowest estimated inventory since 2015. Oh, man. I should also mention that Arkansas's herd dropped by 4.1% to 1.63 million head. Oh, so outpacing
0: so, the national decrease. Yes, correct. Decrease. Wow. Yeah. Okay.
2: Uh, So – when we break that down to just beef cows, which is probably or is our main main uh, cows cattle here mm-hmm. in uh, the state, we see that the U.S. inventory uh, as of January first, twenty twenty three, was twenty eight point nine million. Mm-hmm. That's down four percent from the same time in twenty twenty two. This is the largest annual decline in beef cow inventory since nineteen eighty six. So uh, that was thirty six years ago. Yeah, yeah, you were born. <laughs> I was born. Okay, in the all States. right. Just making sure. <laughs> <laughs> also as an indicator of future supplies, USDA's, USDA's report estimates a two percent decline in the nation's calf crop. So uh like I said, that's just a show of where the the, the herd and inventory is going. Yeah, yeah. This is also the lowest reported inventory of the calf cro- calf crop since twenty fifteen. Mm. Uh this semi annual report comes after one of the worst droughts the US and Arkansas has experienced in the last dec- decade. The drought in 2022 forced many producers to sell cattle, specifically heifers. Mm. They would have kept for calving sooner than they normally would have Mm. for a detailed economic impact on the drought. Shameless plug here. You can find an article Jake Cartwright wrote in conjunction with Dr. James Mitchell, livestock economist for the university of Arkansas system division of agriculture on ARFB.com's ag insider page. All right. Uh, they, they wrote that what back in the summer, June, when the drought was
0: yeah, pretty hot yeah. and heavy. And we talked about it on the podcast. Yeah, we actually we covered that. yeah
2: There you can find more information on how the drought not only impacted cattle inventory, but also uh, the impact of the lack of hay, hay and forage production had on the state of Arkansas. Uh, and that was a huge problem across the country, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, also, on Tuesday, uh, the cattle contract library pilot program website went live similar to usda's swan contract library this pilot program website was established to help increase market transparency for cattle producers Mm -hmm. so that was kind of a big issue this past year that we were dealing with Mm -hmm. um so it's see it's good to see that that pilot website come up if you want more information on the usda report or the new cattle contract library website visit american farm bureau federations website fb that's f uh, frank for fb org, Mm -hmm. and click on Market Intel. All
0: right, good. Yeah, that Ag Insider was uh, pretty popular, pretty helpful. I know we uh, definitely did a couple of uh, media interviews around Mm -hmm. that. And really, what Jake and and your team in the commodities department, uh, I hate to say predicted, forecasted, uh, in that report is this is confirming what we yeah. saw we, we would be forecasting. we uh, you know I will say this is kind of you know the
2: highlight or I guess we'll pull positive out of this mm-hmm. if supply goes down you would assume that price is going to go up mm-hmm. uh, just kind of basic economics. so there we're we're kind of predicting that you know prices per head of cattle may go up uh, but that you know only the future will tell
0: yeah I do remember us talking a little bit about price uh, for the grocery store mm-hmm. when that report came out and and their team at that time this could be updated now but at that time any thought of a price increase as 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 a result of supply reduction would be temporary yeah um, yeah I, I don't know so much at the shelf
2: but um, more specifically on when we're selling our our cattle uh-huh. as farmers so oh no nice. uh, yeah. they may see see a better price but Again, with inventory so low, heifers being sold that you wouldn't have sold. That would have been there to increase your herd. Uh, this this impact of the drought is going to be seen for a while. And yeah. you'll probably see some more reports from our department come out nice. on
0: um, you know what we see going into the future. Well, can we talk about that here when as they do come out? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. All right, good. All right, well, how about some exciting news for the state's forestry industry that has the potential to also uh, positively impact the vibrant waterfowl community as well? Um, a thirty three I'm sorry, a three point seven million dollar grant uh, procured by a University of Arkansas at Monticello professor will help restore bottomland hardwood forests in the state's southern bottomland region. The five year grant from USDA will encompass efforts from UA Monticello, the Arkansas Forest Resources Center, mm-hmm. the University of Arkansas at Pine Bluff, and Texas AM University. A goal of the project is planting 500 to 600 acres of oak forests in the agriculturally dominant floodplain of the Red River Valley of southwestern Arkansas, mm. the Washita River Valley of south central Arkansas, and the Bayomedo Watershed in eastern Arkansas. Wow. Bottomland hardwood forests, also known as riverine swamps, are a very important ecosystem in the state, but roughly 70 percent of that acreage in the Arkansas Delta has been lost over the last century," said Amen. Nana Tien, assistant professor mm-hmm. of natural resources economics and policy at UA Monticello, who developed a winning grant proposal and is primary investigator on the project. More forestation is essential because it's only not only a crucial habitat for wildlife, particularly waterfowl, but the source of high quality wood products. Yep. In addition to the waterfowl implications. <clears throat> There will be research into home construction with hardwoods and the ability of hardwood forests to capture carbon from the earth's atmosphere. For more on this interesting work, you can see Ryan Anderson's story in the Arkansas Democrat Gazette or visit the UA Monticello website. Yeah, that, that's, that's good news.
2: You know, yeah. I, I've, I've been hearing in Biomeda that we've had a lot of trees falling and a uh, lack of acorn production and it's kind of hurt the waterfowl population or, you know, access to that air ducks
0: coming into that that waterfall area yeah and obviously that's an economic impact uh story uh, yeah. not and only to the agriculture state. industry but to the outdoor recreation industry yeah so anyway well let's step away from the news to hear about how you can help cultivate safe roads in arkansas
3: arkansas farmers and ranchers work seven days a week that means when you hit the road you may be sharing it with farm equipment especially if you're traveling along rural roads and county highways. Farm equipment moves slower than our pickup trucks and minivans. They may not have the safety lights and turn signals of our family vehicles either. The trucks and tractors moving down the road need extra room to make turns, cross bridges, and move through intersections too. We all get in a hurry sometimes, but it's important that we all stay safe, no matter if we're headed to buy groceries or grow them. So next time you're cruising past a pasture or field, keep an eye out for farmers. They'll be sure to keep an eye out for you, too. If we all work together, we can make sure Arkansas is cultivating safe roads.
0: You know, back with all the winter weather we received this week, uh, yeah. farmers kept on moving. And as we continue Always. to see issues with trees and roads this week, I know there are still school districts who are out today, especially over mm-hmm. on the eastern side of the state. It's especially important to be sure that we're all working to keep each other safe uh, on the road. All yeah. right. Well, let's get back to the news. How about it? Let's, let's do it. I want to continue
2: this forestry talk since we're on it. Yeah, we don't, do, uh, we don't get to talk a lot of forestry. <laughs> no, we don't. It makes up a lot of our state. So uh, I think it's only appropriate, you know, not only does it make up a lot of our state, but the industry made the Wall Street Journal. Oh, yeah. Well, that's a big deal. So let's go into a little bit more detail. Yeah. J.P. Morgan, asset management's timber investing arm, has acquired about 250,000 acres of timberland across Arkansas, Mississippi, and Oklahoma for a total of $500 million. Goodness. The Campbell Global Unit of J.P. Morgan, which invests on behalf of pension funds, foundations, and other institutional investors, will manage these commercial forests for wood production as well as carbon capture. Mm. This is a pretty interesting development, given that most timberland is us- utilized specifically for logging in the state. Mm-hmm. But uh, now, with the additional purpose of carbon capture and carbon credits, we would assume this would uh, equate to less logging potentially. Oh, wow! Okay. Uh, as most of you may know, the carbon credit market is growing, mm-hmm. and companies are looking to offset their carbon emissions by purchasing carbon credits. Mm-hmm. These credits utilize, amongst other types of agriculture, standing timber that absorbs carbon from the atmosphere. Along with pricing of carbon, investors are now looking at timberlands differently than just the value of what the logs would bring at a sawmill. Nice. For example, the Wall Street Journal article mentions that a Man Ulife Investment Management, who is one of the largest timberland owners in the country, says it is aiming to buy properties where logging will be less of a priority and focus more on sequestering carbon in standing trees. Interesting. Currently, these timberland purchases have been made up of mostly loblolly pine, which is the dominant species here in Arkansas mm-hmm. as well as across the South. Mm-hmm. Uh, investors have focused on these species due to its faster growth rate, with increases which increases the tree's value, whether it's sold at mills or for carbon uh, storage. Oh, really? Yeah. Interesting. Although there haven't been enough uh, timberland deals based on carbon yet to make an impact on the flow of logs to mills forest product executives are seeing carbon carbon counting buyers have begun to influence the timberland market significantly which topped five billion dollars last year
0: really that's really interesting so you've worked a lot in the forestry industry yeah that's here, uh here at Farm Bureau. Yeah, yeah i got my feet wet
2: here in Farm Bureau yeah first i'm just too.
0: curious like i mean how long can and you may not be able to answer this question but how long can a can a tree grow to sequester carbon does it does it limit out at that you know eventually i mean can it sequester carbon until it gets to you know harvest size? Yeah, and you know, go harvest to the is, or
2: what? Harvest is anywhere from depending on the tree's growth, fifteen to thirty years. Mm-hmm. Uh, but if you ask our uh, forestry chairman Grant Pace, even yeah. the stump still continues to sequester carbon.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yep. And 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 it's not like I'm assuming. So in row crop, you know, if you go to no till system and and then the you know the minute you go out to till, you start releasing carbon again. Yep do you lose that carbon storage when you harvest the the tree? Okay. That's really interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So what I took away from it was Uh,
2: the investment that, you know, traditionally people are making in Timberland is logging and people, you know, private landowners are like, this is my retirement fund. This is my uh, child or grandchild's uh, college fund regardless. Uh, But now with this carbon market coming through, this kind of just clicked in my head. Why didn't I think about this before? Yeah. As another opportunity, it's like investing in farmland. Your property continues to go up in, in, uh, uh value, but you're mm-hmm. also making money off it because you're producing a product.
0: Yeah. Well, I know, uh, you know, certainly in the row crop businesses, you know, yep. um, we're seeing that carbon sequestration, carbon market aspect, um, you know, play a, play a, a, a role certainly yep. um, but it's also sort of the wild wild west it I mean, is it's personal personal opinion but you know there's me just a lot bit. of information out there mm. i'm sure this will be the same and and we'll definitely want to keep an eye on this but you're right anytime arkansas agriculture makes it into the wall street journal you yep. should probably pay attention absolutely to all right our last news story of the day is something you may have already uh, heard about but it's important to everyone as consumers and producers uh for the implications to business decisions The Fed announced this week that it will, again, increase interest rates, uh, but this time in a smaller Mm -hmm. increment of a quarter of a percent. Uh, Although this rate hike was the smallest we've seen since uh, the first one back in March uh, 2022, uh, the group signaled there may be uh, more hikes to come based on comments about continuing to see price increases in some sectors. Uh, Fed Chair Jerome Powell did say that they're seeing signs of disinflation uh, but noted it's in the early stages, and uh, that the Fed would err on the side of raising rates too much uh, rather than not raising them enough and claiming victory too soon. This seems to be uh, this seems to be the big news coming out of the meeting. That recognition that signs of inflation are slowing, uh, starting to turn back in the right direction. Yeah. Yep. Uh, markets seem to react positively to that news. Uh, we'll have to continue watching next steps these interest rate hikes, of course, have the potential to have big impacts on producers uh, translating to a higher cost for borrowing money, which is necessary in almost every uh, sector of agriculture.
2: You know, that it's the same thing. It seems like every month or every quarter we, we're we getting another increase in interest rates, but at least there's some sort of light at the end of the tunnel, you
0: know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think, like, a, like I was saying in this story, I think the news is, the fed believes we're starting to slow down yep. on that inflation path. Yep. Um, the, a couple of the stories that I read in preparing for this, mm-hmm. and there's sort of two sides of this story. There's people who, who believe that's absolutely true. There's people who don't, yep. um, there really continues to be signs in the economy that show maybe both have a good case yep. to argue. Um, so it's one of those that time will tell, but, um, for the meantime yeah i
2: think uh, i read the same stuff you were looking at there was yeah, people really. just saying sell it all right now yeah, you know. but yeah, then there yeah. was this of more of a positive outlook you know things are still kind of gray but yeah we're headed in the right direction but man we've really gotten in the economics of things today
0: <sighs> man i don't know i know that, is it, that my fault <laughs> it is this is the influence you bring and i don't know how comfortable i feel sometimes i'm like uh man but uh, no, uh, it's it's good. I think it's important. I mean, yeah. I mean, because obviously it's like we mentioned, it's going to impact producers. Yeah. But I mean, the cost to buy a car, the cost to buy a house, the mm-hmm. interest rate on your credit card. I mean, all these things for consumers yeah. too are impacted by this. Yeah. So um, you know, it's important news to cover. But for you everybody. know, you, it, it
2: seems like people are still out there spending money, mm-hmm. and it makes you think how. Yeah. What and things are so expensive, inflation and interest rates are so high. Yeah. Uh when is that bubble gonna pop? But uh, that that's kind of my just out loud thing. Well, you're an
0: economist, that's how yeah. you think. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. I did read in the Arkansas business yesterday that the used car market has almost regulated itself back yeah, I've been hearing uh, the same. to normal. So if you're if you're out car shopping, you're gonna pay more on the loan, but hopefully you won't overpay for more the More realistic price. Yeah, exactly. Well, let's go straight dead transition from boring economist stuff. <laughs> you like that? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> to Brian coming back and hopefully bringing some normalcy to this. Uh, uh, I mean. Man is back in town. First,
1: <laughs> I'd, I'd, I appreciate the confidence. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I'm going to merit that, but, I'd, uh, well, you know.
0: Are you going to talk about fifty-five mile an hour running turkeys? Are you going to live I'm up not, to Jenny's uh, standard?
1: That, that is a that's a tall order. <laughs> that's a tall order. So uh, well, you know, we're we're facts. glad to have you back. Well, thanks.
0: Glad to be back. Well, do you have any fun for us? I do. All right,
1: cool. Uh, some of them you're going to hate me for, but oh, you know boy. it can't be. It was uh it was Kind no. of a last minute, <laughs> last minute uh, grab there. So we'll see. Did you later. see me walk was off the set, you set? You can make Jason at, uh, run away from
2: the set. <laughs> You're really doing something. (laughs)
1: Uh, Uh, Well, I guess I'll start with this one. Okay. I have thousands of ears, but I'm a terrible listener. What am I?
0: Thousands of ears? Oh, a cornfield. There you go. See? See? You see where we're going with this. Yeah.
1: You see see where we're going with this? That's it. All
0: right. (laughs) It is very corny. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, Matthew.
1: Uh, A farmer had 752 sheep.
0: Okay.
1: He took one shot and got them all. How'd he do that? Picture. There you go. See? How about that? (laughs) That's for the photographer in the room. Two sheep
0: questions, I guess. Yeah, (laughs) that's right. That's right. Uh, Well, you're the sheep expert. That's right. Uh, Let me see. There was one other one here. Uh, Uh, Small room. I
1: grow on a farm, orange and used, but then get thrown away. What am
0: I? Grow on a farm orange and used but then i get thrown away a gate? nope no oh, it's got to grow on the farm. There's two different types of gates out there I guess. Probably. and used yeah you got me man
1: pumpkin oh
0: yeah, yeah. say that again right. not the pumpkin but yeah the-
1: <laughs> i grow on a farm orange okay and used and then get thrown away okay. whatever. Yeah. so the tricky these are wordplay things so yeah. here's the one y'all are gonna hate me for
0: okay oh goodness
1: True word, word play here.
0: Okay. Last
3: one.
1: If I had four eggs and a thief gave me three, my rooster laid five more, how many do I have left?
0: If I had four eggs, a thief gave me three, my rooster laid five, how many do I have left? Uh, my assumption is it's not 12. I feel like I'm going to give the wrong answer here. Yeah. Probably so. Uh Say it again. <laughs> if I had
1: four eggs, if and a thief gave me three, and my rooster laid five more, how many do I have? Mm.
0: Uh,
1: That's what I was going to say, but up. I just don't I'll feel like it.
2: A, I was going to say seven, uh, but I, I I don't know if that uh, there's something I'm missing. I it's wordplay, so okay. If there's no there's, there's no commitment about, that oh, you actually yeah. do have. I them. see. The okay. thief gave you three. He's smart cookie. So do you have three? Because your rooster only your rooster doesn't lay eggs, though. Ding ding ding.
1: Oh, if if I had Dude, four. Look See? at you. That's some smart math right there. Yeah, that's yeah. that's what I got though. All uh, right. That was it.
0: So so the answer is three. The answer is three because that's because the only real if, eggs in the basket. Yeah.
1: yeah. The thief gave you three.
0: Yeah.
2: Rooster doesn't lay. So eggs. you're an so. accomplice to a crime.
1: That's right. Yeah. yeah. You are. Well, you are.
2: Uh, so, anyway really
0: thinking into this—is that logic or philosophy? <laughs> that was—I can't the believe day. we didn't get the—I can't believe I didn't get the rooster part. Pretty yeah. Embarrassing. All right. Well, <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> sorry, sorry again to be a day late, but hey, we're still here. That's uh, right. Like you, like you expect us every week. That wraps up the news for this week. Thanks for following along with the Arkansas Adcast. Uh, we're grateful for you taking the time to watch and listen. Remember, you can catch the video production every Thursday at four PM. On Facebook and YouTube.
2: Listen to the audio version later on iTunes and Spotify. Make sure you leave us
0: a review when you have two extra minutes. Yep. And the Arkansas iCast is brought to you by the Arkansas Farm Bureau, as always, and hosted by me, Jason Brown. And me, John McMinn. And we'll see you next week.